Welcome to Tina, a podcast that digs deeper into the thoughts of teenagers' minds about the wonders of the world. If you're new here, I am your host, Isabella. And I'm Glenn. If you're not, welcome back. Here's a quick disclaimer. If we made any mistakes, please email us and tell us. Thank you. As we know more about art, the history, definition, and even some philosophical views on it, we come to this question: What can art do for us? Art therapy might be something that comes into your mind. In this week's episode, we will briefly talk about art therapy, and then we will see what we think art is. Okay, so I think we both heard of art therapy, right? And it's basically like. A therapist will come to your house, or maybe somewhere you know, the place where therapy take place, <laughs> right? Um, and then the therapist would tell you to like maybe draw, maybe sing.、Mm-hmm. So art therapy is also called creative therapy, and there are a few subcategories. So there are dance therapy, expressive therapy. Drama therapy, writing therapy, and music therapy. Okay. So basically, like, there are many kinds of art therapy if we really think about it.、Mm-hmm. Um. So the goal of this type of therapy is to let people use their creativity and you know use it to explore themselves. And by doing that, they will know themselves better, gain some personal insight. And hopefully make it into their coping skills. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, these people could be experiencing anxiety, depression, PTSD, or you know, a lot of mental issues. Uh huh. And they can use art therapy to, like, as a way to cope with their situation. Okay. So this art therapy only uses like your creativity, and you don't really need to be like. Good at drawing, or you know that kind of stuff.、Mm-hmm. The point is you using your creativity. So maybe like drawing, for example.、Mm-hmm. So you draw stuff, and you know, kind of like writing a diary. I would say. Oh, okay. But drawing a diary in a way.、Mm-hmm. So that is basically how art therapy works.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. You know the whole art therapy. I feel like I've seen it in many movies. I think so too. Like they just ask you to start drawing on a piece of paper. Um, I think like, have you ever seen that movie? Parasite? No, I haven't. Oh my god, it's a very great movie. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so in this movie, there's like this teacher who, um, is a fraud. Okay. That's not important here, but. <laughs> Are you spoiling anything? No, 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 no. It's pretty obvious, like very straightforward. Okay. So this teacher is like kind of like an art teacher, but、okay. she basically looks at what these pictures that a little girl draw,、mm-hmm. and she would analyze them and see like what's on her mind, and you know, kind of like taking the next step in a way, or like making the little girl express these. Emotions. Oh, okay, okay. It it might sound a little bit weird here, but if you see the movie, you would 
understanding what I'm talking about. So art therapy is usually made as like a complementary way, like other than your original therapy. So it's like an add-on、oh, okay. in a way. But、um, as good as it sounds, there are still some debates over whether art therapy is first effective and second ethical. Because this method is proven to be effective for some people, and some it didn't show a difference. Okay, why would it be unethical? I would get to that a little bit later. But this kind of art therapy, people haven't done a lot of research on it regarding whether it's effective or not. And even though there are research done, those research are done on a small group of people. Which basically means that it's not that meaningful regarding this issue. And the reason I said it could be unethical is because, and I quote: "Instead of utilizing experiments with quantitative measures, many publications in the field are qualitative case studies and art analysis."、Um, this is a quote by Ashley Walter. It's basically saying how this method is not completely proven to be. Effective,、mm-hmm. and you know you don't really know if there's like a negative effect on the patient that the therapists are treating, and you know by implementing this method in therapies, people could say it's unethical because since you know nobody really proved that it's a effective safety way of treating patients.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is unethical in its own ways, although. I wouldn't say it is completely harmful if there's like no proven research to show that this is effective or not. But it is true that when someone is seeking for medical help, they do want something effective to solve their problems. And right, it wouldn't be good if you think of it from the patient's viewpoint. Yeah. Um. So that's basically it for our. Very brief introduction of art therapy. It could be show that art therapy still has its potential, but it's a very—I wouldn't say very new, but it's a fairly new subject.、Mm-hmm. And I would say that people need to do more research on it to use it. So after the break, we will be talking about our final thoughts on art. Welcome back. Now we're going to talk about the final takeaway of art. So when I was researching, I actually find something very interesting. Okay. In the first episode, we actually talked about how some art just look like baby paintings, right?、Mm-hmm. But some people have actually done research on it, and they have some very interesting findings. Okay. So this researcher, Ellen Winner. She actually looked into this situation that people are facing. Like, can people actually tell a difference between real art and children's work?、Mm-hmm. So she said that they found in their study that these unschooled subject basically means that these people being interviewed are not, you know, professionally trained to look at these art. So they use some abstract expressionism art. Interestingly, most people selected the artist's work to be, you know, like better, and people liked them more. And, you know, beside these artwork, 
by artists. They use arts from animals and children. And people are choosing artists' work significantly higher than they choose、um, animals and children's work.、Mm-hmm. So it means that there are somewhat a difference between these. And even when these researchers are trying to mislead the interviewees, so basically means that they mislabeled the child's work. As by an artist, and the actual artist's work to be maybe like by an animal,、mm-hmm. but people still recognize the difference, and they still think that the real artist's work is better than the other one, right? And you know, they also worked with computer scientists, and by using a deep learning algorithm, they actually found out that even computers can tell a difference. Oh wow! Most people can tell a difference between artists' work and children and animals' work, and basically, computers are differentiating these artworks as good as humans are. So these people being studied, so basically, they're the the people that they're interviewing. They were asked to look at sixty paintings, thirty by preschoolers and animals, and thirty by great artists. And they would ask them to rank the arts and to see how intentional it looked and how much visual structure they saw. So that's like how they ask the interviewee. And people said that it looks more planned or like it looks more thought out. So people actually think that the more intentional it looks, the better it looks. It is abstract painting, so. You would see that it's like, looks like kind of a mess.、Mm-hmm. But these artists actually plan out the paintings, and you know it's well thought out, like how the lights and stuff, so people can see that, and they would see more structure in it. Thus, they think it is better. There's kind of like an underlying mechanism of how we identify arts. Right. I guess it is very interesting how like we. Like I personally do say that, oh, I could draw what Picasso can, you know, like those type of things because it is so abstract and like as if as it doesn't need any planning. But I suppose it is very interesting that people could actually tell and can just showcase a common person's art in the museum because people can tell. Yeah, definitely. Because these artists actually plan out their drawings or their artwork, right? But what if what if it was like me? You know, like I planned out this piece of abstract art, like Picasso. But could they still tell if it is by a normal person or if it's by a professional artist? But I would say if you plan that, you are kind of an artist. Oh, but the difference is. Whether you're a good artist or not, like if my creativity have reached other artists' level, or like maybe just you know the structure is not as good. Ah, true, true. And I do feel like this kind of makes me question on what we believe in art, because in previous episodes we kind of say that like there aren't a lot of rules to define arts, but Up till now, I would say there definitely should 
be or like there is, but maybe we don't really know what's the underlying thing that's causing us to see the difference. But there is definitely a difference and people can tell the difference. Right. Like we all have our standards when we look at different art pieces. Yeah. And we can see that whether it's a real art or just a scribble, I'd say. Yeah, but I still think that everyone's very different. I wouldn't say there is an exact definition for what is art because everyone's standard is a little bit different. Yeah, definitely. So I guess the final takeaway here is that art is a very subjective thing. We can't really put a definition on this and We all have our own ideas to what art should be. And we certainly do have a standard as a whole society of what art is. Yeah, and I think we might not understand or know these rules, but it's definitely there. Right. So next month, we are going to talk about education since it is something that everyone's going to encounter and we will explore different topics of education. Thank you for listening to this episode. We will upload a new episode every Thursday. Remember to like, follow, and share our podcasts with your friends and family. You could also share your idea and thoughts with us on our Instagram at teenup.podcast. You could also find us on YouTube, and we will be thrilled if you could subscribe and leave us a comment. Thank Thank you and bye. bye!